Let's talk metabolism. Welcome back to the Reach Your Peak podcast experience. I'm your host, Alexis, sports dietitian and nutrition coach. And today, it's quite simple. I'm going to address some of the myths around metabolism that you need to know. Okay, These are myths that athletes are falling victim to all the time. It's things that's going to lead you to a path of misconception, yes, but it's going to distract you away from what is actually needing to be focused on. Okay, You're going to get your priorities wrong and it's going to get too overwhelming and I don't want that for you. So without further ado, let's get into the podcast. Let's answer what are these metabolism myths that you need to avoid. Let's get into it. So as I said, today's topic is going to be around metabolism and the truth behind it all, okay? What are these these claims that people make out there that uh, impacts your metabolism, whether it's for the positive of boosting your metabolism or whether it's a negative of, you know, quote unquote, damaging your metabolism? Which ones are true and which ones are not? That's kind of the thing, you, the juggling act, so to speak, that you need to be addressing for yourself. Otherwise, you'll be believing the wrong things and not focusing on the right things, okay? It's quite simple like that. So to start things off, I'm going to first explain what metabolism is at the most basic level, what you need to understand. And it's probably a lot more simple than you have been led to believe. It's very much so calories in, calories out. Okay, that's your metabolism. Okay, the calories you consume from your food, you know, your proteins, fats, carbs, all that sort of stuff, and then the calories out. Okay, how you expend those calories that you're consuming. So we're talking, you know, resting metabolic rate or basal metabolic rate, whatever you want to call it. We're talking non-exercise activity thermogenesis aka a fancy word of saying incidental activity. We're talking thermic effect of food because we use calories, we use energy to use up our food. Okay. We're talking exercise activity, the actual exercise that you're doing. Okay. We're talking all these things. That's what kind of encompasses your metabolism. Okay. It's the way your body uh, kind of works in terms of the food you consume and the drinks you consume and the calories from those and then how you expend it. Okay. That, that's the baseline of what you need to understand. But anyone you want to ask is what actually impacts metabolism? Because today I'm going to share with you some myths of things that do not impact your metabolism, things that you do not need to focus on for the sake of boosting your metabolism or avoiding metabolic damage, as they say. But there are some things that do impact, and it's very, very, very simple. I'm going to address these now. Okay, there's four points. Number one, caloric adequacy. Are you consuming enough calories? First and foremost, that is going to be a big influence on is your metabolism actually affected for the better or for worse? Because what happens over time with caloric insufficiency, not consuming enough calories, is yes, you can get some metabolic adaptations and it can impact your metabolism to the point where, you know, let's use the word quote unquote damaged, but not a big fan of using that in in every single context when it comes to metabolism because it's got some misconceptions around it. But let's, let's, for the lack of a better word, say that, okay? Your metabolism can be damaged, so to speak, if your calories are very, very inadequate for a very, very long period of time. Number two is training volume, okay? How much you train and exercise and all that sort of stuff does impact your metabolism, okay? Having a good, solid, adequate amount of exercise is very beneficial for metabolism. But at the same time, if you're, let's say, under-eating and exercising a lot, that could have some negative implications. The third thing is health conditions, Yes, there are some health conditions out there that may impact your metabolism. But you want to first see your doctor and see if those are even an issue before you go down the path of the reason I'm not achieving X, Y, and Z is because my metabolism is damaged because of ABC. Not necessarily. Have you actually seen a doctor to confirm this? That's what you want to ask yourself. And then the fourth thing is, of course, medications. Medications, drugs, all that sort of stuff, very powerful things. So certain things may potentially be able to impact you there. 
I'm not a doctor, okay, I'm not a medical professional in that sense, so I can't answer this for you. I don't know the intricacies of this and the specifics, but I'm sure there are medication out there that you have to be wary of because they can impact the way you consume your food and the way you burn off your food. So again, see your doctor if that's something you're worried about. But they're the things that impact it, okay? Your metabolism is affected primarily by caloric adequacy, by how much you move and train, and by obviously your health conditions and medications. But now let's get into the myths. These are the things that the gurus out there perhaps have made you believe, perhaps you've heard it from teammates, perhaps you've read it somewhere, it doesn't really matter. These are the things that have been touted as metabolism boosters or they've been touted as metabolism damages, okay? If that's a word, okay? doesn't sound right in an instant. <laughs> but anyway, here, without further ado, here they are. Okay, number one, okay? These are, this is number one of the things you need to understand is not necessarily a direct impact on your metabolism is eating more often. Okay, so there's a very, this is probably the most common one. That's why I put it at number one. But it's not uncommon for a new client to come and see me, for example, and they'll say, I know what I'm doing wrong. I'm just not eating enough, okay? I'm, I'm only eating two meals a day or I'm only eating three meals a day. I know I should be eating five or six. You know, this is very, very common. This is, I'm kind of paraphrasing here, but something along those lines, it's very, very common for me to hear that. Okay, and this, is, this has been years and years of this. This is not just recently. This is not just in the past. This is continuous. There seems to be this association between there's this magic number of touch points with your food, so to speak, that you need to achieve to boost your metabolism. Okay, not true. Not true at all. At the end of the day, it all comes down to caloric adequacy. Yes, is, is it more ideal to, let's say, let's say um, we're using 2,000 calories just to use a nice number. Let's say you're, you need to consume 2,000 calories. If you were to consume those 2,000 calories across three to five meals versus one to two, yes, that is technically better for your health and for, for some specifics around nutrition, especially for as an athlete, for performance edge and that sort of stuff. Yes, that's, that's true. But from a perspective of just fat loss and muscle gain and over, the overall picture of the impact on your actual metabolism, no, it doesn't matter. If you have 2,000 calories in the one meal versus eating in multiple meals, your metabolism will still be more or less similar. Okay, you're not going to be metabolically damaged because you're eating all your calories in one to two meals. No, that's not how it works. Okay, it's not how it works. You have to think about the bigger picture here. Okay, so eating more often, that's a myth. Okay, yes, it's good to have a consistent amount of kind of touch points again, I'll say, with your food and make sure you're consuming it regularly, especially if you're trying to fuel yourself and recover. Yes, but no, it's not a direct impact on your metabolism to the way that you think. Number two is eating certain combinations of food. Now, this one really, really annoys me because the basis behind it is even like there's hardly any basis to it when people are saying it in the first place, okay? They say, okay, you have to eat your proteins first, then your carbs, then your fats, or, you know, just put in whatever combination you can think of. And I'm sure there's been someone out there who said that you need to eat it that way, or you need to eat these foods with these foods, otherwise you'll get this, or you need to eat this, this, so you can get this. No, no, there's no science behind that at all, okay? Just forget it. There's no specific combinations you need to kind of think about. The only thing you need to think about when it comes to combinations is making sure that you're consuming protein, carbs, and fats to the right degree and in the right kind of from the right source, depending on when you're actually eating it, you know, for recovery, pre-workout, post-workout, all those kind of little intricacies that for this podcast, we don't have to worry about, but just overall, you don't have to think about certain foods have to be combined with certain foods because this will impact your health or metabolism or this result. No doesn't work that way, okay? Just, just completely forget that as a rule. 
Then the third thing is avoiding certain foods. So there is a lot of push around certain foods impacting one's metabolism in a negative way. So you have to avoid them or certain foods in the other way. Okay, I did just say here avoiding certain foods, but let's say another myth that I've just thought about is eating certain foods that will you know, boost your metabolism. Okay, It's going to fire up your metabolism as they like to say. No, it doesn't exist that way. Yes, there are some foods that give you a very transient temporary increase in your metabolic rate, but that's not even long-standing enough to have an impact and it's not saying viable enough for you to use as a strategy. And on the other way, like the first one I mentioned, there are no foods you have to avoid completely, otherwise your metabolism will be shot. No, doesn't work that way either. Okay, you have to have some strategy. You have to eat a combination of foods, mostly healthy foods, whole foods, get your nutrients in, macros, micros, all that sort of stuff. But at the same time, you have to understand there are no specific bad foods that you have to avoid or a specific good food you need to eat to elevate your metabolism or to, or to kind of um, prevent your metabolism from being affected in a negative way. That doesn't exist. The next thing is supplements. Now, this is a big one. I'm going to specifically target things like fat burners and pre-workouts, which are touted as having these, you know, unlocking your fat loss potential because they boost your metabolism. No, money grab marketing. Trust me. Trust me on this. Yes, you, if you really, really like a certain pre-work and it's safe, consume it, go ahead. It's not my money to spend on. But don't expect it to give you this extra fat booster potential or something like that. And fat boosters or fat burners, sorry, so to speak, they're rubbish. Okay, they don't work in that way. If you're consuming it for another reason, because I've, I've had some clients in the past who consume it because of you know, other little ingredients in it that makes kind of them get awake and ready for a workout as long as it's safe and you've consulted a sports dietitian or doctor and stuff like that then okay but don't think that these supplements exist that boost your metabolism no doesn't exist you don't boost your metabolism it doesn't work that way just the same way you don't boost your immune system these are things that you have to have at a baseline level over time and at the same time you've got to understand supplements don't directly impact it in that way so yeah don't believe in the hype around certain supplements having this impact on your metabolism just not true and then finally, another common one that I wanted to share with you is the whole notion around breakfast. Now, this one could have been higher up in the list just because of how common it is, but I couldn't tell you how many times someone's come to me, like a new client, and they've, they've said, yeah, I, I should be eating breakfast, right? Like that's the reason I'm not losing weight because I'm not eating breakfast or that's the reason I gained weight because I, I wasn't eating breakfast. No, no. Breakfast has no impact on metabolism. So intermittent fasting, whether you eat breakfast, not eat breakfast, that sort of stuff, does not impact your metabolism. Calories impact your metabolism as, as a whole. So make sure you consume enough calories, then you'll be okay in this regard. But no, eating breakfast does not boost your metabolism and not eating breakfast does not impact your metabolism in a negative way. That it doesn't diminish it. Just eat breakfast if that's what you enjoy, if that's how you operate. Don't eat breakfast if you're not a breakfast person. And if you are a breakfast person, don't skip it. It's as simple as that, okay? Stop overcomplicating the situation. But I hope that makes sense. So yeah, those that's, that's are the myths that I wanted to share with you, okay? Number one, myth around you have to eat more often to boost your metabolism, wrong. Number two, eating some, certain combinations of food. No, forget that. Number three, avoiding certain foods or at the same time adding in certain foods. No, don't worry about that. Supplements, just forget it. Fat burners, all that crap, doesn't work. And finally, eating breakfast, no. Eat breakfast if you want. Don't eat it if you don't want to. Simple. Okay, so now this is not obviously an exhaustive list, but it is the main ones I wanted to share with you. The ones I really wanted you to learn about today and the ones I want you to stop believing. So if you have to uh, listen to this again, then do so. 
But I want you to share this podcast episode with a teammate, a friend, a family member, whatever that is believing these myths. Okay, let's share the message of good nutrition so that they don't get stuck. Because now you know what you have to focus on. Now you know what really impacts your metabolism and what doesn't. But do they? Perhaps not. So be a good person and share it with them, okay? Because <laughs> I'm sure they'll appreciate it to learn a bit more about the nutrition truths around this. But I hope this has been helpful. If you've got any questions regarding this, feel free to message me, okay? Send me an email at alexa at climatedietitian.com.au. It's in the show notes below. Or you can just go on Instagram, theclimatedietitian, send me a DM. I'll be happy to chat. But I do hope this has been helpful. Hope you're staying safe. I'll talk to you next time. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you so much, guys, for checking out my podcast. Hope it brought you some great value today. You can check me out on socials under The Climate Dietitian or on www.theclimatedietitian.com.au. I've got some great stuff out there for you guys, some free, valuable content. So, yeah, please check it out, guys. And, yeah, until next time, thank you.